When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Need help getting your builder's registration? Call Master Builders Victoria today to discuss our member support program. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Good afternoon, no Dwayne Russell. Josh Jenkins in the chair for SEN Afternoons, filling in. I thought I was filling in for the fill-in, but I am the fill-in. Dwayne is getting a, uh, a well-earned rest and a sustained rest too, I might add. But uh, looking forward to joining you across the next Three hours. The AFL draft, of course, last night. Round one was last night, NFL style. Just the uh, round one picks on the first night. So we'll speak to a few of those boys uh, who were lucky enough to be selected last night. The Kangaroos duo, the star duo, or the Roos fans hope at least there will be a star duo, uh, George Wardlaw and the young man, Harry Sheasel. So looking forward to speaking uh, to those two boys. We'll speak to Cam McKenzie from the Hawks as well. He was uh, picked nice and early, picked seven last night. So he's looking forward to speaking to those guys. I imagine last night, we'll find out, but I imagine last night was the uh, best night of their young lives. So can't wait to speak to those uh, those boys. And uh, probably the biggest guest you can, you can get your hands on, Patrick Cummins, the captain of the Australian Test Team. He'll join us from Perth as well. They're just going through some of their final preparations. Of course, the first Test starts tomorrow. So looking forward to chatting to Pat Cummins. Of course, there's some uh, off the cricket field uh, things we'll have to speak to Pat about, but also keen to talk to him about what the upcoming summer looks like. We'll reflect a little bit on the uh, World Cup and, and all the white ball cricket, but we'll look forward mostly to a big summer of red ball cricket. Pat Cummins will lead the charge for the Aussies. My former coach, the former Crows coach, Brenton Sanderson, is going to join us as well. He's going to jump on to discuss the proposed uh, change to the Medi-Sub rule, basically by just making it a fifth interchange player. So looking forward to seeing what Sando has to say on that. He is very uh, in tune with the tactics and the, uh, the you know those uh, advantages coaches can get from, from, from changes in the game. So keen to talk to him about that. Also keen to talk to Brenton about uh, about what it's like to plan for a preseason. So what it's like as a head coach to to have to implement and to to plan a summer for his players. Often from experience, it's 50-50 or maybe 60-40 in favor of the head coach teaming up with the fitness coach and in, in being able to prepare the players physically. From uh, from a point of view of getting them fit and strong, but also the fitness, uh, sorry, the football component where you want to get them up to speed with tactics, particularly some of the new coaches who who are uh, who are taking over for the first time. So Sandel walk us through all that, and we plan to speak to the agent, uh, the agent to the stars, Paul Connors, off the top from Connors Sports Management, who's got who looks after Harry Sheasel and George Wardlaw. Uh, sorry, who looks after one of those two boys. He looks after three or four others who were picked up last night. But Paul, 
Uh, as per my 12 years uh, alongside him, didn't has not yet answered the phone. So we'll speak to him in the moment. And you can get involved, as always. It is Midday Madness, Dwayne's favourite part of the show. Everyone's favourite part of the show. So give us a call, one 736 736 The promise is, you call, you get on. So we can't break Dwayne's promise. So one 736 736 Give us a call, and we'll have a chat about whether you want to talk about the uh, draft from last night, who won the draft, who lost the draft. We love all that nonsense. We, uh, we can talk about who's still on the board, the best players out there who you would love your team to go after. Maybe the traits that you look for in a draftee. If you could pick a couple of traits in a young player coming to your club, would it be leadership? Would it be courage? Would it be the ability to kick the ball? Uh, endurance? Power? What is it you would love in from a young player coming to your club? You can't have it all. Not many of them. Hardly any of them have all the attributes. So what would be a couple of attributes you'd love to see from the player coming to your club? And make sure you send us a temper text, as always, 0433981116. I was driving in uh, this morning, getting, you know, just thinking about what we're going to do. And often you have, you try and come up with something a little bit lighter to kick off uh, the show. And, uh, you know, often those experiences come from real world experiences. Now I was just having a snack on the way in. Once I pulled up, pulled over at Werribee to have something to eat, and I was driving, and I dropped a. I was having a wrap, just lathered in barbecue sauce, and dropped it all over the lap. So my trackies are currently um, uh, covered in barbecue sauce. So where have you been going? That's what I'm interested to know. Where have you been going, and what have you dropped all over yourself and had to just turn up? So I'm luckily I'm on radio, so you can't see the fact that my pants. Uh, completely covered in barbecue sauce. But where have you been going? Have you been? Did you have your wedding shirt on? Were you getting married and you dropped um you dropped a stubby or you dropped a bit of food and you had to turn up with food all all over yourself? A job interview is probably the obvious one. Have you had to turn up to a job interview with coffee all over yourself or something all over yourself? Let us know. Give us a call one three hundred seven three six seven three six. He's finally answered the phone. The man who runs or co-runs Connor Sports Management. These days, Paul Connors. Paul, I know it's a busy day. It was a busy night last night. It's a uh, busy night tonight and probably continues for you with the guys who you look after who don't get drafted. But thanks for giving us a few minutes. Thanks, Joshua. Apologies for um, yeah being away from my phone for a minute. No, that's all right. I told Joel to expect to have to make a few attempts at getting a hold of you. You are a busy man, but just walk us through... What, what I guess, you know, you've been with these boys for a long time, many months preparing them for last night or tonight or beyond. Yeah. But just walk us through, you know, the, the, the most recent uh, hours and days leading up to yesterday with, with your guys. Um, well, it was interesting. I just had Elijah Sardis try and call me, but I'll call him back. <laughs> um, he was lucky enough to get chosen by the Bombers where you started off your wonderful career. And... Um, no, the relationship started early, and even with Elijah, you know, his father's cut my hair for 25 years. A great man, George at Melbourne Barber. If anyone needs a haircut, um, and Elijah and my son have grown up together playing cricket since they were nine years of age. So everything's different, and um, this is a bit of a special draft for me because my son's in year 12 and's played with and mates with a lot of these boys. Yeah, I imagine it is. This is really, you know, knowing you well, this is the time of the year for you that you love the most, isn't it? You know, seeing your players 
graduate and become superstars and win individual accolades is, is fantastic and it's something you cherish and there's photos all over the walls of of the Brownlow medalists and the premiership players that you look after. But this is this is the time that means the most to you, isn't it? This is the time that you hold close to your heart. Seeing young players come through, you know, playing your small part as a company and, and getting them to, to being drafted and getting to the point that, that four or five of your guys got last night. Yeah, and I think last night's the special night when they can split it because it's pure joy and you can actually just enjoy the night. And to see the Sheagle family and the Wardlaws and... You know, Elijah's mum died, was really emotional. And the McKenzie's, who got to stay in Melbourne and uh, Matty Jefferson was drafted uh, by the Mighty D's as well. It was really nice. And today's a bit more business and there's some heartache because I don't think there's as many picks and clubs clubs aren't having as many picks and they're also leaving a lot of space to spare. So I've, I've always been, well, I've said this year, it's never been harder to get drafted. There's never been more options um, afterwards, but just to get drafted is really difficult and you know my heart's in my mouth all day today about a few of our boys who, who may or may not get picked up. So you you, you start the the uh, or the transition process of already has already started with with your boys last night you had Cam McKenzie, Elijah Sardis, George Wardlaw, Harry Sheasel and Matt Jefferson all go in the first round. Yeah. Uh, what what is it? What do you were there some phone calls you had to make early this morning to players who missed out? Were you were you up late last no. night with those guys? Like what does it look like from from that perspective? Because it's a bit unique having the draft you know spaced out over over different days. No, I think we're really comfortable that um, you know who who was going to get drafted last night, and maybe there were a couple of surprises. But when you're not picked night one, you're you're always looking forward to night two if you're those guys on the cusp. I suppose it's just a couple of the others who are, you know, desperately hoping to get picked at, at the back end of the draft or a rookie that, you know, will be ro- will be rolling every pick. Um, you know, we'll be will be will be following it closely tonight and, and hearts in the mouth stuff. Who who are some of the names we should and, and, and club fans should look out for tonight from your perspective? You've got another handful of plays uh, likely to be to be called out. Who are some of the most likely that you think will go early in the second round and beyond? Yeah, I think um, Jacob Ryan from, from South Australia, you know, he's, he's got the long blonde locks and he's, he's a dynamite player. I think he'll, he'll get picked up in the first 15 picks as well as Lockie Cowan from Tasmania. He's a ripper. Um, Lewis Hayes, the son of Sam, the son, the brother of Sammy Hayes from Port Adelaide. Um, he's a key back and he's had a wonderful year. Ollie Hotton, who's um, the son of, of Trent, who played for Carlton and Collingwood. I expect him to go tonight. Um, there's a couple of others. We really hope Jackson Binns is a dynamite from Caulfield Grammar and Daniel Long Stingrays. He's been great. And his mate, Blake Drury and Jack O'Sullivan, both um, Oakley Chargers boys, they've had wonderful years. And you know, I don't know if I've met a more professional person than Blake Drury. So we hope they get opportunities. And, and then you've got the, the rookie and, draft. And, and there's a couple more. Of yeah. course, there always is with you. Uh, and there's uh, the rookie draft tomorrow as well. And, and, you know, I guess that's as good an opportunity. You don't have to look too far even within your own business and outside to, to be able to, to get your young players who become rookies to believe that, hey, you've still got an excellent chance at having a really long and established and successful AFL career, even though you might not necessarily start as a national draft pick. Oh, trust me, I'll be watching Wednesday, 3 o'clock, the rookie draft, and I'll be jumping for joy if, if any of our boys get lucky enough to be rookie as well because you'll know and everyone knows 
when you when you go into an AFL club, they don't care less if you're on a rookie list or an AFL list. It's probably a discussion for another time. I think there probably just should be one list. Um, but realistically, um, you know, rookied or on the senior list, I, I wouldn't care how it happens. Just if they can be on a list and inside an AFL club, it's just a wonderful achievement. Just a few uh, quick sort of uh, draft, uh, the way it's the way it unfolds. A few questions on that front before we let you go. Is did you did you find it a longish night last night? It was five minutes between picks. Could we just tighten that up a little bit for for I know the players need to get up on stage and then you know uh, have a photo and a quick interview and those sorts of things. But did it feel like a a lengthy night there last night? Maybe, but it, for me, because I was in the heart of it, and the mm. first ten picks went before I could even blink, and um, maybe just from picks fourteen to to twenty. But realistically, clubs are trading. There's future trades. There's there's all sorts of things going on, um, matching, and you, you saw the tenseness when when GWS matched the Sydney bid for Ralston, and um, you know, I understand it may not be ideal for viewers at home, but I think, you know, the four to five minutes is probably what we need. Yeah. Uh, what pretty, a, they were pretty quick. They were pretty quick. It felt like they were quick early. Yeah, probably felt quick for you because you were hustling. Us at home, it was five minutes felt like 10 or 15. But I uh, understand why the clubs need the time to make the appropriate uh, picks. And there's at this time of year, there's always a lot of chat about how can we make these boys, you know, more well known? How can we turn them into household names? How can we give the draft a facelift? Is there any? You're as well placed as anyone to answer this. Is there any feasible ways or any conceivable way we can we can we can make the draft more than it is? Can we turn it into an event, or is it just it just is what it is? This draft. Yeah, I, I thought the AFL did a wonderful job last night. The events team and. Robbie Durazio, as you know well, just thought it was amazing how well they did it. And next year, who knows? There could be an element where Marvel Stadium has a few thousand attend. In terms of, like, they play college football, as you know, and basketball for three years. So mm. it's just so different in the, to here. But there's avenues in social media and the kids of today, the 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, they know these draft kids pretty well. They, they're they pretty obsessed, the, the younger generation coming through. It's probably just the older um, supporters who don't know them as well. But they're, 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 it's building, that's for sure. It's, well, we're never going to get to the US college state, but I feel like it's better than it has been. Yeah, I probably agree with that. Last one before I let you go, because I know you've got another big day and, and not ahead. Uh, next year's draft, I, and I love this chat as well, and you're right into this sort of stuff. Next year's draft is supposedly incredibly strong. We know there are great players in every single draft, but do you expect yeah. do you expect to see some clubs trying to get into next year's draft on the on the premise that it is a little bit stronger? Is that potentially what we might see tonight? Oh, yes and no. I felt like there's been a bit of a hold on your early picks. So I don't think anyone who perceives they might be in the bottom half of the, the, the ladder next year is going to give up a pick too quickly. And, and, and that means that they're trying to get into this year's draft. So I reckon everyone's pretty firm that this draft might not be as top end, but I, I think wait and see and let's see how the draft... Everyone says that at the time, oh, this draft's not as good. I'm bullish on the players still available. Um, yeah, I've got a kid, Luke Teal, and I think he's wonderful, and Toby Mullen, a couple of rucks in Cameron O and Hudson O'Keefe. So I think there's something for everyone t- tonight. And... Um, I'm really bullish on this year's draft. Let's look at next year's draft. It'll come through. There's a few, you know, the top end's really good. There's a kid, Harley Reid, who's 
and Nicky Watson, who are just standouts, the boy from SA Ashton Moyer. But um, overall, you know, let's see what this draft produces. I think we're going to be really pleased. I like it, Paul. Uh, I'll let you get off and you'll have two or three coffees between now and tonight because you've got a long night ahead of you. But good luck to you and uh, Connor Sports Management and all the players that you are hoping uh, to get drafted. Hopefully they all do. But if not, you just uh, encourage those boys to have a crack again next year because the draft and the AFL... What's that? You've got George and Harry coming on, don't you? Yes, we have. Have you got anything... Is there anything we can dig up on those boys? Are you going to look after them? They're both uh, very good junior footballers. George, there's... Uh, you don't say. George's mates were in Byron Bay and they, they started chanting his name at this pub in Byron Bay last night at schoolies. So there's a great little video, I think, that North put up on their socials. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we're going uh, to gonna listen to that after the break. Paul, thanks for uh, joining us off the top and good luck tonight thanks, to you John. and your players. See you, mate. Bye-bye. There was Paul Connors, the uh, boss, CEO, the owner, everything of Connors Sports Management, one of the best in the business when it comes to getting these young players drafted. That was our coffee catch-up for McDonald's. Don't miss Macca's 30 days, 30 deals. Check out today's deal only on the My Macca's app. And don't forget, as I said, the lines are open for Binday Madness for Melbourne Roadside Rescue. I feel like this uh, sponsor has been specifically placed in here for me after I put the wrong fuel in my car. So uh, Melbourne Roadside Rescue, wrong fuel extraction. Search up shipcreek.com.au if you do what I did recently and put the wrong fuel in your car. Quick break and we'll be back uh, with Jared. Plenty of texts and some calls on the other side. This is SEN Afternoons.